dragon. And that dragon had a rider. And that rider's name was Cowboy Ninja. We're doing something different. We're reviewing the live-action version of the movie we just reviewed. This is uh, also the Wolf Brigade. Uh, the title is different. It's in Korean, and now it's escaping me. I should know the name of the movie we're talking about. Ilang. Ilang, the Wolf Brigade. Um, yeah. I'm bury the lead here, Nate, but I've hated this movie. How do yeah, you no, feel? This is garbage. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a very nicely polished turd, but it was turned through and through. Yeah, I mean, before we even get into it, like, I don't understand the point of this movie. Like, when you do a remake, you want something different, right? You don't want to end up with that Gus Van Zandt psycho, because nobody likes that. Yeah, two shot for shot is pointless. Right, but like... You just took everything interesting out of the movie and flattened it out. It's like you got... Uh, like a great cut of meat, and then you just took it home and boiled it for like six hours. Like it, I I don't get it. It's I don't know if it's just that. And this is a good director. He directed I Saw the Devil, which is one of my favorite Korean revenge movies, because revenge is the primary emotion of South Korea. Yeah, well, yeah, because uh, I guess they have to bottle stuff up a lot. I'm supposed to watch a movie about zombies on a train. Oh, That's train a South Korean movie. It's really good. Yeah, I gotta I gotta look at that soon. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This this movie is like, I mean, I, I told you before that it reminds me of Zack Snyder's version of The Watchmen. Um, but it's also just like, it's like somebody read Moby Dick and then went, you know what? I should make a movie where the whale and Ahab are friends at the end. You know what this feels like? You know how sometimes we'll get a remake like the old boy remake and it feels like it's been dumbed down for us, like we won't get it? Right, This right. feels like that, but it's not for us. It's for a Korean audience. Like, it feels like it... Like, it's been just, like, boiled out for some kind of mass market consumption. Like, I don't... 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, this is this has been made like it's it's been sort of designed to put out action figures of these characters. Yeah, it's right. Like, like it's like the design of the the suit, which in context now makes zero sense, is like all they were worried about. Like I love the way this suit looks, so I'm gonna remake this movie, but totally miss the point and not add anything new to it. Well, and, and uh, I mean, and, and to take the suit, which which clearly is hearkening to German fascism, right? Right. And and then to say like, but this movie takes place in 2025. Yeah. So we're going to jump into the future, but they're going to have a future-based police force that is referencing something so far back that it can't possibly be anything but a cliche. And you would think everybody would be like. Well, those guys are obviously Nazis. Because, yeah. look, they have Nazis. Like, the internet exists. Like, it, it, none of it makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> it, well, it, like you said, it, it takes place, like, barely in the future. So it's like Blade Runner light, like future movies tend to be. Yeah. But, you know, even the setup for it, like, I, you know, Korean Peninsula politics are not, like, exactly my wheelhouse. But the idea that, like, all the superpowers in the world would be afraid of unified Korea seems really stupid. Like, it seems like that would be a good thing for most of us. Maybe the Chinese would be a little tweaked about it. Sure. I I could see China and Japan having concerns about Korea unifying if if it seemed like it was going to be like Korea was unifying but North Korea was going to control it. Yeah, but you don't get that impression from this, right? Yeah, they don't say that in the movie at all. You, yeah. you don't, I, I mean, I read it as, uh, okay, they're unifying and the South Korean sort of democratic freedom thing was going to take over. But then, yeah, the, the, the conceit is that the U.S. and China and Japan and all of Europe and all these places are like, whoa, don't do that. And so it leads to riots? Yeah, I don't want to be this guy, but, like, if we wanted to, we could bomb the piss out of Korea by ourselves right now. Like, yeah. no, you know... No, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's... Uh, and that's part of the problem, is there's this weird... I don't know. The, the setup presumes the unification being such a monumental thing, and such a dangerous thing, at least for the rest of the world's perspective... And then completely undercuts the idea that, like, okay, and and especially the United States, known for meddling in the affairs of other nations. Oh, the hell you say. Like, <laughs> uh, but I mean, I don't know. Like, they would, I, I don't know, I don't know what part of the storytelling imagines that the U.S. is going to oppose it, but just allow protesting to go on and not be like actively CIA infiltrating like we do with everybody else. It would almost make sense if you made this movie now that you said that if the and I'm going to fuck everybody's names up because like trying to remember who's called what in which is going to kill me. But uh Han who is the the PR guy. Yeah. If you made him like an American, like a mole, like a Korean American, like his whole motivation makes so much more sense than like now where he's just this kind of like snidely whiplash like mustache twirling villain he is so fucking arch in this version of everybody's movie. so arch like you remember yeah. how we talked about the sect in the original one and like you feel like you could kind of get with them you know what i mean like you feel right. like you know you 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 empathize with them even though you don't know a whole lot about them but it feels like it goes out of their way to make them like all like super aggressive to almost oh, yeah, no, like I mean, make they, you they... sympathize with the like i feel like from the lens of the director, whether he intended to or not, he's making you identify and, like, empathize with the secret police more than he is the rebel faction. 
Oh, absolutely, okay. especially because of the ending. Oh, the, um, we'll get to the ending but, at the end. But, but yeah, that, so so this movie has opens with the same after after the weird uh, unification uh, problem setup. Uh, it opens on the same riot scene that that Jinro opened on. Right. Except in this version, as you just said, I mean, they up the violent like this. The riot. It, I don't remember the riot in in the animated movie beginning with a bunch of the rebels popping up and multiple bombings and then just firing AKs randomly into a crowd of protesters and police. No, because it diffuses the tension. Like I, if I remember right, the whole, like it was like a Kent state kind of thing. Like, you yeah, know what I mean, and then it was just that one guy through that one package, which lands like well in front of any of the cops and does no real damage. That, that provokes the response. This is like, they right. just come out fucking guns blazing. No, they like, they murdered dozens of people. Yeah. And then, and then suddenly we're, yeah, and then we're just watching them and it's like, oh, well, these guys are definitely bad. Everybody's yeah. bad in this movie. Yeah. And like, you, you know, this opening reminded me a lot of the V for Vendetta movie, which is a movie I'm also not crazy about because of its weird divergence from the source material. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I would agree with you on that, too. Yeah. Like, you said it looks good, and, like, you can see, like... I guess it's that Zack Snyder thing. You can see where they've, like, aped things from, you know, like, from the anime. But it's just so, like, wrong-headed. Like, I really don't... I don't understand what they're trying to tell us with this movie. Well, okay, and and the other thing we forgot about the opening is, so, uh, this one also opens with something called, like, the, the... Sunday tragedy or something. Oh yeah, it's Where, a, like so a Bloody Friday because it's Bloody like Friday. A, bloody, it's like the uh, the provos in Ireland. It's like meant to evoke kind of the same thing. So so we open the movie with okay. It starts with uh, the, the Korean Peninsula wants to reunify. The world is against that. This causes unrest in Korea that leads to the creation of a special police force. That special police force on this particular Bloody Friday, uh, goes into a Catholic school and shoots a bunch of little girls in probably the most egregious, like, how the fuck did you not notice these were little Catholic girls right. situations. And, like, like in the thing with the sect in the other movie, like, I didn't want a lot of explanation because it was kind of easier to identify with them, but this is, like, I need some kind of explanation as to what, you know, they like you said, they mention it, and they mention, like, the aftermath of what happened, but, like, what could possibly provoke this kind of accident. You know what I mean? Right. Like, what What makes you think that you should walk into a building where there are children? And it looks like a school. So it's definitely labeled as a school. Right. You're going to go in there and, and the... Yeah, I mean, the, the problem is, is the, the movie begins with four consecutive scenes that say the Wolf Brigade is all shit, the sect is all shit... And none of this plot makes any sense well, they from also, an international intrigue standpoint. But then now, they try yeah. to walk back the Wolf Brigade thing because, like, at, at several points they mentioned that the Wolf Brigade, first of all, they're not, like, a counterintelligence unit anymore or a rogue unit. They're, like, a squad of assassins. Yeah. They're, like, a wet work team. But it's like, yes, they've only been targeting people that are dishonorable. Like, what the fuck are we yeah. even talking about? It's like, uh, what was, was it Hannibal? One, one of the Silence of the Lambs movies, they try and, like, retcon Hannibal Lecter because he was so popular as to, like, he only kills bad people. I think that was Hannibal, the one with Julianne Moore. Yeah. Yeah, because he eats, he eats Ray Liotta's brain, but we're all happy about it because we don't like Ray Liotta. Right. 
But like, you should have started taking Chantix earlier. Yeah, but it's like you you get no. I have no uh, like allegiance towards any of these people. So like this idea that they're you know only killing bad people. Like I don't give a shit because like everybody's like super bad. Like again, we're rooting for the fascists. Yeah. Because the fucking like the the proletariat is like so awful. Yeah, because they're super vicious, and I mean, and 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 the thing is, is like all of the all the major scenes are there. Like they they recreated the entire sewer set to look exactly like the sewer in the anime. Yeah. You know, the when the girl blows herself up as she does in the in the anime. It looks ex- almost exactly the same. But you know what they missed in that scene? Ooh, ooh, tell me. He doesn't say why. Which oh, is like yeah, the whole doesn't. fucking thesis of the entire other movie. Yeah. He doesn't say anything. Well, he says, like, halt or stop or don't or something. Like, he does in the other, but, like, he never says why. Yeah, I think he says don't. That's yeah. right. Um, yeah, which is just... Yeah. The... The, the anime has such a beautiful ambiguity, but it's also very poetic and thoughtfully put together. And this movie really just, it, it is, it's, it's like a Zack Snyder job. It's like you read, you know, the way he took the Watchmen, which is this really complex sort of uh, meditation and lamentation of the idea of superheroes and people putting on costumes to fight crime. And instead he turned it into a superhero movie where everybody breaks bones and yeah. is badass. And this movie is that too. Everybody in here is over the top. They're huge. They're arch. They're all, like, <laughs> dumb. And then all of the action sequences are drawn out an extra ten minutes each well, that's in dumb that, ways, too. That's the thing that kills me is they make the movie, like, significantly longer. But in doing it's so... It's like an hour longer. <laughs> yeah, in doing so, they have to add all these action scenes, which somehow make it more boring, which is, like, this weird fucking paradox... That, like, well, I can't even begin to wrap my head around. And the action was, scenes are, like, framed really well, but it has yeah. that problem where, like, you don't give a shit about anybody in the action, so, like, who cares? Well, that's the thing. There's, like, they, they've added a couple of extra characters into this story that just makes it more confusing. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, the action sequence extensions are things like, uh, okay, now there's going to be a, a three-minute-long drone chase sequence. And it's like, that's not interesting. No. There's nothing interesting about people being chased through like a bookstore by a drone. It's like it doesn't whoever, do anything for me. Whoever did the the rewrite of this script or however it went down is so terrified that the audience is going to either get bored or miss something that they like. There's no tension build because every five seconds they tell you exactly what's going on. Like the reveal oh. that the the K character I don't remember what her name is. Again, forgive us. In this movie. Is working for Han. Her name is Lee in this one. Okay, Lee. Mm-hmm. Is like fucking like like twenty minutes into the movie. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah, is something... we find out right away that she's working with him. Yeah. We find out right away that Han's triple crossing everybody, and then we're supposed to be expected to care while we watch him try to continue to be deceptive. Yeah. I... Yeah. Like Han, like or uh, what is his name in the other movie? Uh, I think his name is Han in the other movie, too. I think they didn't change his name. They changed uh, the other guy's name to Lim for this movie. And then Lee is the girl's name. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, Han in the other movie, he's like an operator. Like, he's a political creature, right? Like, he doesn't come... Like, he's bad in the same way that, like, you know, a militaristic government is bad. 
But he doesn't come across as, like, this fucking, like, like, super arch fucking chauvinist, like, you know what I mean? Like, he does oh, yeah. in this movie. No, yeah, in this movie, he, uh, he physically abuses, uh, Lee, the girl. He, uh, he and his, like, cronies kidnap another member of the Wolf Brigade and tie him to a chair and in, like, a, I don't know, pseudo, uh, comedic, like, um, ah, shit. Interrogation. Yeah, it's like a Tarantino interrogation kind of moment. Yeah, like, out of context, I don't hate that scene. Like, no, if it's, it's in another movie. But it doesn't make any sense no. here. It doesn't work with the point of the thing. It's just like, oh, hey, so you're gonna, you're, you're a bat, you're a jerk, you want the information out of this guy, he's telling you you got it all wrong, and then you stab him, and then you accidentally shoot him because you're a clumsy moron. Like, <sighs> but it was just so much of that. It was so much of that, too. And, and I think the thing that, the thing that bums me out is I really, I, th- I felt like Han's death at the end of the animated version of the film had a certain poignancy to it, right? Because it was it was demonstrating in that case that uh, that Kazuki was rejecting the human natural order to be a wolf, right? right? He was saying like, I don't care about the government or about what you think or about what you're orchestrating. I'm bigger than that. I'm outside of that. Yeah, it's like it's like a big kind of like technology versus nature thing, right? Like no matter how smart you are, how much you've got to figure it out, or all your machinations will be brought down. By just the natural order. Now, in this case, it's, like, the animalistic natural order. But, like, it's one of those, like, you can't fight City Hall type things. Like, you will lose. Like, his, like, realization that it all fell apart is, like you said, it's really poignant. And here it's, like, it's just, like, well, he's just, like, the worst. So when he gets killed, it's, like, okay, well, good, I guess. But, like, I don't feel anything. Yeah, he just gets, he, he, he chews more and more scenery, more and more voraciously as every of, as each of his scenes rolls out. Yeah. And then by the time we get to that sequence, it, it's absurd because one, like the guy opens like six drums of bullets into him (laughs) and he keeps staggering around and smirking and everything. And it's just like, ah, God, you know, this is, it ruined, it ruins the movie. It ruins the point of the movie. It's funny, like, even in the beginning, I'm like, okay, well, this is bad, but they, they're they resetting it. You know, I don't understand Korean politics and whatever. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe if I lived there, I would get this a little bit more. Though, I'm going to tell you the scene where I was like, oh, no, they, they don't get it at all. Uh, besides the why part. Okay. Like, do you remember in the anime when he wakes up from the thing and he's just, like, jogging, like, out in the winter by himself, no one around, being watched yeah, he's going around the track, and they're talking about him, wa- looking over him in a window, like he's in a, a high school or university like football field. Right, track. But it's it's that dichotomy of like him being like totally alone in like this barren wasteland, but still like enveloped in all sides by the government. You know what I mean? Like no matter how like on his own he thinks he is, like you know he's just the puppet, right? Oh yeah, yeah. In this, it's just him running on a treadmill with like a fucking like rebreather on. Right. Like, in there, and I'm like, oh, you don't get this at all. Oh, yeah, no. It, it, like, and I know that's such a small, like, thing to complain about, but, like, it's just, like, so, like, uh, uh, what do you call it, like, it's just such a small part of, like, where you realize that they just, they totally missed the point right. of the movie. Well, it's just, it, it's, it. Well, even, like, um, the scene where he meets, uh, Oh, Chef Lee K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, it's just 
Because it's like a nice kind of like human moment in the anime, right? Like he goes to see her shrine and then he runs into her there. Right. Well, here it's all set up by uh, whomever, whichever form of the government. Like he gets the phone call or something. Or they give him the phone number or whatever, remember? Yeah. Like, well, it's such it, a... yeah. It, part, of that, part of the same thing is we're, we're told everything in advance of it happening. Yeah. And then we watch it happen, and we're supposed to be like, whoa, I can't believe they set him up. It's like, no, they, you've been telling me you're going to set him up. Right. And yeah, they – yeah. She she wasn't – I mean, because they even make her like a murderer. <laughs> right. Right? Because she's in the car talking to Han, and he's like, well, you killed people, so shut up. But they also give her this hilarious like – instead of, again, it being like ambiguous as to why she's doing anything or – what they have on her or whatever. It's like, my brother needs an operation, and my puppy fell down the stairs, and, like, I have to save the children's hospital. Like, it's like, all right, we get it, movie. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's like, uh, it's a Mad Lib in, in place of character development. Yeah. It's like every tragic backstory rolled into one, and it's so fucking boring. No, that I mean, that's the thing, is it's like, it, it becomes... Because I really, I enjoyed the anime so much that I was watching this with the intention to like it. Like, I was trying to find ways to enjoy this. And trying to just, I mean, it would have been, it would have been a better movie if it was simply a shot-for-shot exact remake of the other movie. Oh, 100%. Because at least then I would have been like, I remember that, you've rewarded me. I remember, you know, it would have been a fan service thing. But instead I was going like, okay, yep, here's the scene where the government guys are conspiring, and then... Ten minutes would pass, and they'd be there again, conspiring in a different way, and and it's like they added a a, a second like tier of of spiderweb to all of this that wasn't connected to anything, so it kind of seems like it's more intricate, but it's not. It's You'll, just stupid and longer. It's also like it feels like they de-age a lot of the characters, which makes it kind of goofy. Like there's kind of like a gravitas to these like older men that have been you know you know, working behind the scenes and understand all the ins and outs and all the politics of the government. And now it's like just these, like, they look like boys. Right. Like everybody's like 25. Well, that's, I think that's part of the problem with setting the thing in the future. Like, the reason why the concept works so well is because it's set up on a conceit that's on the heels of a fascist dictatorship. Right. And they and they didn't they didn't have the guts I guess or or didn't think to or it would be too offensive maybe to a Korean audience to have just delivered on hey here's the premise of my movie uh, Kim Jong Un uh, won and is unifying Korea as all North Korean and he's got this fascist army yeah and this guy's in this fascist army and there's still resistance people within the country that seems like a layup though right like right. I mean, I I feel I feel like it's a, a an alley oop for minute bowl kind of situation. Like yeah. you literally have nothing to do, and why wouldn't you do that? Again, maybe it's like you said. Maybe it's like some kind of like it would be offensive to the audience. Like again, I'm sure it would be. Yeah. I bet I bet that's got to be what it is. Because like, in all no, the South Korean movies I've watched, and it has been a lot. Like the they very seldom reference North Korea at all. Yeah, so it's kind of an out of sight, out of mind situation. Yeah, I guess so. Or just the Voldemort thing? It's like Detroit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, We're just not uh, going to talk about it. Unless nah, there's nah, a robot fine. cop. And then we'll talk about it. Um, it. Like, so many things. Like, the, the training sequence where in the anime they're all wearing the armor. So it's like showing them they can still be hurt in the armor and how to function in the armor. Here they're just enclosed, I guess, so you can 
see their reactions. Yeah, and they're all just doing, like, a paintball fight. Right, but it totally misses the point, because, like, um, Fusei, um, Lim in this one? Uh, Lim, yeah. Yeah, in the anime, it's like, even though everybody else is, like, you know, in misery getting hit with armor, he isn't, because when he puts that on, he becomes something else. Right. You know what I mean? yeah, it's this, like, it, is the, it is the wolf's clothing right. that he's putting on. And again, this misses the entire point. Although that's the training sequence was really beautifully choreographed and shot. Oh, it's a great movie. I thought it was movie. really cool. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the hard thing for me is like this this movie is really cool looking. And maybe if you hadn't if we hadn't seen the anime before, we'd have a, a different perspective on it. I might be I, like, you know, thumbs in the middle slightly down. Like it's still not a good movie. No. But, like, I w- I, it wouldn't inspire the kind of, like, just fucking uh, enmity that I have for it now. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, we, we wouldn't have been, uh, we wouldn't have been grossly disappointed. I think, I think a lot of it for me is I'm, I'm disappointed in the squandered potential, but... It's, it's funny because, like, I feel like this movie, like, something that, like, it was an adaptation of something that I've loved for years and they butt-fucked it, and literally I only saw the other movie, like, a week ago. Oh it's, yeah, it has still generated that kind of feeling. So I oh, guess yeah, that's no, I how... was I. Oh god, when we get to the ending, I was very upset at the ending. I mean, I could give I could give a lot of the middle part a pass. Although I was really, I mean, the whole thing with Han was super disappointing because I did I liked that character so much in the anime because he really seemed like the perfect level of bad guy who's really good at grinning through being the bad guy. Yeah, and and he was gradually becoming. He was gradually revealing himself to be more evil, and in this, like, he went from zero to evil in two scenes, and then he just kept getting eviler, you know? Well, we also don't get the friendship between the two of them, you know what I mean? Like, I think they make some kind of lip service to, like, Han, the reason Han is with the PR or whatever he's doing now is because he, like, somehow orchestrated that Black Sunday or uh, Bloody Friday or whatever it is. Yeah, he got kicked out of the Wolf Brigade for because of that. Yeah. But they don't say exactly what he did. Yeah, Whether like, he was the guy that made the call to go in or shoot. I it, I don't know. It, it is baffling that you would add another hour onto this movie and introduce that plot point and not expand on it at all. Oh, yeah, because it's swept right under the rug, too. It's, like, mentioned three times here and there. And then we also managed to introduce the, like, the other girl who's in the sect that Lee knows. Yeah. Like the girl with like the orange hair that's kind of shorter cropped. Yeah, and the sect also has a leader, which like who gives a shit? Yeah, they they have their own like secret. We got to move our leaders to this place. I don't know. I mean, it's like it's like they they understood that those things were elements of the movie, but not that that was really what the movie is supposed to be about. Is like you got to connect to these things. Like I feel like they didn't watch the movie. Now again, I'm not familiar with the the actual the source source material like the manga, which I guess comes first. So maybe this is more like faithful to that. I guess it could I, be. I don't know. But like, I, I couldn't imagine being the guy that wrote the you know or wrote and directed the anime and then watch this movie and go, I'm like, what the fuck is this all about? Right. Well, I mean, they, they even and they even they even totally mishandled the the Little Red Riding Hood stuff. Yeah, because because they overstuffed the movie so much that they introduced the little Red Riding Hood story at like I don't know the thirty-two minute mark, and it doesn't come back again until almost the end of the second hour. And again, like typical of this movie, like it's 
very clumsily handled in this like beautiful bit of animation that yeah. they stopped to do. Yeah, I, I mean, you got it. Like this, this movie deserves so much visual credit for the fact that it is beautiful. But that is really the only thing. Right. Um, oh man, I, I mean, I don't even. Yeah, you just have. There's so many. There's so many sequent action sequences and chases and gunfights and things that that somehow manage to go nowhere, but are but look almost like John Wicky and in there in the quality of the choreography. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and the acting then, in this movie is fucking awful. Everybody's everybody's either been everybody took, did a take, and the director said go as big as you can go, or other than maybe uh, Lim, who he was probably going big, and they're like, no, you got to tone it down. No, no, yeah. tone, it, tone it down more. No, no, I don't even want to see emotion on your face. You know what? Um, it, like, and I didn't delve into the background of this too much. Uh, but, like, this is something that happens in Japan and Korea a lot. It feels like they cast a bunch of models. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, pop idols instead of actual actors. Because, like, it is, like, it's just, and even not understanding the language, you can just tell from, like, the fucking, you know, the gesticulations and the facial expressions that, like, this is not good. Yeah, no, no, it's not, it, I mean, none of it's, none of it feels like believable emotion. No, nobody now, feels maybe- like a- real person like in any way maybe it's like a kabuki kind of thing where it's like it's big on purpose um but i don't think so because i've seen other south korean movies that don't do that no (laughs) so if anything they're usually like a lot more kind of mannered right i mean like uh oh yeah you guys talked about um the handmaiden but not. I don't think you guys have seen it yet. But you talked about it on the movie The Pod. No, no, I do want to see it. I just haven't. You, I haven't been able to peel off the three hours to watch it lately. It's really worth it. It's such a good movie. But yeah, it's that, and that movie is very subtle. Yeah. It's very reserved, and it and it does a perfect job. I mean, I you you can't say enough. Like everybody in this movie is is gorgeous, though. Oh, like this is a good looking oh, cast it, of people. This cast is eminently smashable. Yeah, just <laughs> up and down the line. Um, and yeah, I, I just, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get it. I don't, I don't know if it was because it was, because it's based on a manga, because it's sort of a comic book thing and they're trying to go big like that. I I mean this, okay. This movie cost $17 million to make. Okay. Which seems like a bargain with the way it looks. Oh yeah. It looks great for 17 million. Um, it only made 6.2 million. Yeah, I didn't realize this was a fucking Warner Brothers release, this movie, until yeah. we sat down and watched it, because I thought it was like a Netflix original. Right, yeah, I thought the same thing, and then I, yeah, I looked that up after I watched it, and was like, oh, wow, this really bombed, and it really bombed in Korea, too. Like, that was yeah. the thing. It didn't make, it didn't make its money back domestically. Like, I don't get who this movie's for, because, like, if you're at all a fan of the original, you're gonna hate it. Yeah. Um, and it's not like... It, I don't know, maybe it isn't Asian, maybe it's like in, like a pan-Asian phenomenon, but this isn't like a like an Akira or something that's like this globally recognized brand, I don't think. So, like, like what's it for? I mean, that, that's the thing, is it, it could have been for a story about resisting fascism in a modern time. Right. But instead it's not, because of the ending. <laughs> It almost feels like a situation where they own the rights to it and it was going to expire, so they just had to make something. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel like this is, like, some kind of labor of love. And it could be, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. 
Yeah. But I've seen this guy's other work and it's good and I don't I just don't get it. Like it just No, I, I yeah. I I don't get it either cuz it just I mean there's so many other movies that come from South Korea that that are less expensive than this and yeah. better put together. So something so something happened and maybe you're right. Maybe it is. It's like a it's like a uh uh, like a Fantastic Four rights ownership kind of situation. There's, we got to put a movie out. Yeah. <laughs> if we don't do it, we we won't get to put a movie out again. Um, I, I don't know. I just uh, it was it was very disappointing. I had to. I actually had to watch this in two parts. Like I just could not sit through it all the way. Like I was so fucking bored. Oh yeah, no. I had to. I I got up and did house cleaning and stuff about midway through because I was just like, really? There's still an hour and 40 minutes of this left. And, and it's fucking insane because they like, they use some of this extra time to develop this, this chemistry between the male and the female lead. And they have none and it goes nowhere. And like any kind of physical interaction they have seems awkward and gross. Yeah. No, but it's, not it, in the it, way that it does in the other movie where it's awkward and gross because the people like, like again, that like the specter of death is hanging over everybody. And like, you know, Fusei's like barely a human being like this. is just like, all right. No, that's the thing is it, it's it's in, in the anime it's like she's it's like she's fallen in love with a wolf and yeah. she and she she's trying to express an emotion to an animal that the animal has a concept of but can't understand or reciprocate in a human way. Yeah, and like people that have iguanas. Right. Yeah. But yeah, this and this one's just like okay, so he's just he's basically Jason Bourne for most of the movie. Yeah. Slash, I guess maybe Bucky Barnes. <laughs> sure, yeah, he because he... Uh, he can do anything and is a a badass. And that when we get long, long protracted sequences of badassery, but yeah, Just they like... they they keep sort of doing. They keep trying to do the the soft sentimental moments, like to to ape the view from the high, you know, from the high balcony in the anime. Yeah, and they they like hang out on a Ferris wheel or something. And it's just, eh? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and whatever their plan is with him, which is like sort of nebulous, like in this movie, the amount of fucking carnage this guy causes all across Korea cannot possibly be worth whatever they're doing. This guy's doing like millions of dollars in damage. Yeah, an entire like multi-story shopping mall is shot up yeah. and destroyed. Like, the number of civilian casualties that I... And that doesn't ever come up. It's not yeah. like there's a news break where they're like, hey, uh, for some reason, the yeah, government like, police have been tracing this guy and they killed a bunch of people by accident. Again, another layup. It's like if they're trying to disband, you know, the other faction should be, like, putting this all over the news. Like, look what the secret police is doing. Well, you know, but nothing. Right. It's just like a bunch of... Uh, it's like... Yeah, no, none it's of like, the... It's like they had a, a one of those old, like, your parents would have dining room tables that extends, but they didn't have the leaf that goes in the middle of it, and they extended it, and it's like, we gotta put something in there, so they just, like, put a pile of poo in there. Yeah, or, or yeah, or, or they just laid a tablecloth across it with the gap, <laughs> and then they kept trying to put a centerpiece in the middle, and it kept falling through to the floor. Yeah, but, it, yeah, and it's like a wake, but it's like a, a Hot Wheels birthday tablecloth, because, like, that's all they had handy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, no, it just... It, yeah, it gets so caught up in... I think it gets so caught up in, like, the combination of this, like, we're going to make the characters more arch and more comic booky, And 
I think the I think I mean I think the the emphasis on action was part of the problem is he he wanted to direct just an action movie and somebody said well you really have to pad this with more plot yeah I guess he got bad studio He's notes like, fuck well can I have this guy call this girl a bitch a bunch they're like man we don't give a fuck yeah <laughs> he's like cool <laughs> um uh. like you could cut a really kick ass trailer out of this movie. Oh, absolutely. I'd be like, yo, I want to see that fucking movie. And then I'd see him be like, this movie sucks. <laughs> you might even be able to cut a decent movie out of this movie. I just, I don't understand, like, like they add another, like, almost, like, you know, not quite another feature to it, but they add, like, almost an hour to this movie. Mm-hmm. For what reason to add, like, more factions and shit that goes nowhere, like the leader of the sect and... They're, like, internal politics, which who gives a shit about? Like, because the first movie's a character piece. Like, yeah, it's yeah. an intrigue movie. Yeah, there's political shit going on. But it's about two people, basically. Right, because we get what everybody else is. Like, yeah. the political stuff is the machinations of the system that's outside your control. And that's all it has to be. Yeah, every other character in the other movie is the environment. Like, right. this movie... I, this movie's about nothing, and it's impossibly long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it, it becomes about nothing, especially because of how it ends. Which completely undercuts any value in the entire movie. Because, like, I don't know about you, and I'm watching it, and I'm watching the ending, and I'm like, okay, this is this is really decompressed. Like, they're, they're still... I was, like, I, I was like, there's no way they're going to change this ending, right? Like, right. even with, you know, they might prolong it a little bit, and he's got her hidden in the Jeep, but in the end, you know, he does what he does, because that's the point of the fucking movie. Even to this point, even as, like, mishandled as his movie was, that's still the point of the movie, is that in the end, he becomes a thing, yeah, not a he becomes, person. Yeah, he, he is an animal, not a person, and he chooses which, his pack over which, humanity. Yeah, which makes the penultimate scene, which is, you know, the recreation of the sewer uh, executions, make even less fucking sense. Yeah, because then he just, yeah, so... Because uh, what that does is it, like, it changes it from him, like, finally becoming this, you know, this animal or this machine to, like, him committing acts of justice. Right. Which is not the point of the movie. No, yeah. At all. Yeah. No, and they, yeah, they blew that because, it, yeah, it did. It just means he, he murdered a bunch of suits. Yeah. And then he goes back out and he's like, I'm not that guy. I'm not a murderer. I'm nice. I won't kill this girl. Uh, yeah, so they, they change the ending. The ending becomes a situation of uh, they basically the, the sergeant guy that leads the wolf brigade is like, hey, we got to kill her. And he's like, I'm not going to kill her. And then she runs away. And so it's a face off between the sergeant and the guy. And I thought, oh, OK, cool. They're going to kill him this time. It's going to be a story about how he sees himself becoming a monster and he's willing to sacrifice himself because he knows that's what's best for the world. Which I wouldn't have loved, but that would have been a plot that made sense. Right. And so what we get is uh, they've got guns pointed at each other and uh, Lim drops his gun and the sergeant's still holding the gun on him and it pans up to the skylight in this weird, uh, I don't know, Reichstag parking garage that they're hanging out in. (laughs) And... (laughs) And uh, and then we hear a gunshot. And then we cut to another scene where uh, the girl is helping her ill brother onto the train. Because they're going to go to the hospital, I guess, to give him his cancer treatments or whatever. Well, you didn't on. touch on the karate fight. 
Oh yeah, there was a karate fight. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. with that armor on is fucking hysterical. Yeah, because they don't have any mobility. It's no. like Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to swim. Yeah, it looks like that. Remember that game, Rise of the Robots? Like that robot oh, yeah. fighting game, that clanky. Like it's just so. Like the point, Jesus Christ! Like the point of the suit is that like you were this like automaton just marching forward, this like yeah, you become a man tank, right? Like, Not that's that the idea. Yeah, it doesn't make you fucking Bruce Lee. Like that's it doesn't make you more human. Like it's just I don't know, man. Like even like when the gunshot happens, I'm like okay, they're just gonna cut it here. That sucks and it's lazy, but whatever. I can fill in the rest myself. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. So we cut to uh, Lee getting on the train and a news story about how the sect brought down corruption in the government. So the like, sect is a good guy at the end of the movie. Like what the... We're at, no, stop. Take some of your extra hour of movie, cut some of the, the fucking explaining the setup to me because I already got that. Explain how you went from, like, like them getting, like, destroyed by one dude to that they just, like, overthrew the government. Yeah. Yeah, all because the leader escaped and something. Because it's not like the, the secret police is the totality of, like, law in Korea or in Japan here. They are a very small part of this, like, what you imagine to be, like, this huge militaristic domestic force right. of government. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so the sect brings some corruption down. And then we pan past the train and we see... Oh, it's Lim, and he's alive. And he's standing at the train station. He's just watching the train, and he's looking at her. And he's looking at the little brother. And he's reminiscing about their love. And she kind of looks up, and they get one last little bit of eye contact where they give each other the knowing, like, yeah, we're both in the same shitty movie together, huh? And yeah, then it, they, and then we go to credits. Is that supposed to be my my sad, like dark movie, like the ending of fucking Before Sunset or Sunrise? The first, whichever one's the first. Yeah, one. right. Like, like oh no, we're never, we won't get to be together because you're gonna go away. Like, I give me something. <laughs> like, let him like like again. Wouldn't happen. Wouldn't save the entire movie. But if he just like like waves at her and pulls out like a a plunger type thing and blows up the train, okay, you got me. Sure. Or. Like, I mean, it would be wildly out of character, but, like, you could still... I could fill that in, you know what I mean? I could take pieces of what was there and go, okay. Or if somebody from, you know, one of the regular factions of government, while he's standing there staring at the train, just walks up and puts one in his ear. Like, okay. Like, again, that's not a great movie, but, like, it closes the narrative. This makes... Yeah, at least it would have left us going, okay, the, the force of this killing machine... Can't be completely overcome. Yeah. But instead, what we get is, oh no, they apparently the Wolf Brigade no longer cares. The uh, National Security Force no longer cares. This guy who has a lot of like black ops and security clearance concerns is just able to like go willy nilly wherever he wants. Oh, this guy is a walking bomb. Yeah. <laughs> and even they, if and the government collapsed, somebody's got to come deal with this thing. They've been tracking him and her for. Two and a half hours in the movie, which feels like, I mean, probably uh, three weeks, four weeks. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a there's a long paper trail about this whole situation. And yet, for some reason, it's like they're both able to be at the same public train station together at the same time. And the government's just like, oh, I guess we've got to take the L on this one, guys. Let's turn it over to the people. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are we even talking about? 
and suddenly he's like Hagrid and she's Harry Potter. And he's just like, hey, see you later. I mean, I don't <laughs> get the next summer. but like I'm aware of what they are like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like you mean Ooh. to tell me we could have ended World War II by shooting up a shopping mall in fucking Germany and everybody would have just gave up? Right. Like, because that's like the the parallel they're drawing. Like, is this super fascist, you know, nearly unified Korea where everybody that works for the government is some kind of like black ops police officer or, you know, handlers thereof. And one dude kills I mean, he kills a lot of guys. Oh yeah. But he kills even if let's say he killed a hundred people. Let, you know, we'll just put it at that. A hundred government employees. Yeah, which is... That the entirety of the government is going to collapse? Like, because of this one scandal? Like, that's not how fascism works. Right. No. <laughs> like, I mean, we're, we... we Yeah. That's the whole <laughs> there point would be of lots being of, in charge. There would be months of denying that any of it happened, and then changing what you denied. Like, What's the not. point of even having a fascist dictatorship if, like, when one thing goes wrong, you're just like, oh, you got us. Uh, yep. <laughs> I so, yeah, th- hated this, this movie. Yeah, no, it was a, it was, it was really just a long slog. That I mean, again, like it, it, it is visually really well done. Yeah, pretty much all throughout. Uh, but man, like even I think you know, and honestly, this 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 is a movie that would be good. In, in the same kind of bar that I think we talked about uh, previous movies being on in, like yeah. if you put if if this was projected in the back on the bar back of a of a hipster hangout, yeah, where you were just sitting talking to your friends and occasionally you could look up and be like, whoa, what the fuck is that? You know, it would be fine. But trying to follow this movie in any capacity for plot, trying to connect to the characters, trying to get a cohesive story, or or even trying to say that this is connected to Jinro the Wolf Brigade, uh, it's a disaster. Yeah. Let's just go to the waifus. Um, I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Yeah, no, we can, uh, we can talk about, uh, we can talk briefly about Aquaman and, uh, okay. And, uh, Buster Scruggs if you want. Cool. I'm giving it a zero. I fucking hated this movie so much. Like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to watch it again. Like, I just, like, I could not stand it. Yeah, I, I, I give it a two for only for visual merit. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Can you still hear me? Because, uh, hang on, i got to plug my headphones back in and just kick them out. So I'm just Oh, you're good. To... Okay, I cool. can hear you. Good. Um, yeah. So, oh, I watched Solo. I'm going to talk about it on our show this week. Um, I don't think it's as bad as everybody acted it was. Right. Uh, I just want to touch a couple of quick points. I know you saw it. Yeah. Um... If everybody wasn't trying to do an impression of somebody else and they were just acting, I think it would elevate the movie quite a bit. I agree completely. Um, I like Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. I like a train robbery. Although that train sequence feels like it should be at the end of the movie and not the beginning. It's like six different movies. Yeah, that's it. It, it is. It's a. It's it's like an anthology of uh, stories about Han Solo. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's it. I'll talk about more about it on the other show. Oh yeah, no, I, I yeah, I think uh, you know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's as bad as people said either. I think it would have been a better movie if they would have let uh, Lord Miller do it. Yeah, because 
they fucking wrote Spider-Man and they write all these movies that are good. So just yeah. let them make movies and stop questioning it. It's <laughs> like, not like a, a, a cinematic abortion like everybody says. It. It's yeah, just, no. It feels like a product. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it, absolutely. It is the best I can put it. it. You it know is, what I mean? It is a, a cynical marketing film. Yeah. And, and I mean, all movies are products, right? But like this yeah. feels like it, there's no artist attached to it. It feels like a movie that was made by a bunch of suits. Oh sure, yeah. I mean, my and my my biggest major beef with it, it well lies in the two, the two name origin related sections of dialogue. Oh yeah, that's that, like that he gets he gets named solo at the border at the border gate because he doesn't have anybody in his yeah. family. And that and that brings up a weird point because it's like, has is solo a word in whatever language they speak? And like, if so, why had nobody reacted to this? prior to yeah like this point you know what i mean didn't, like why didn't luke or leia wink at him and be like so you're uh, a loner huh solo yeah. or like you know when he's leaving when they think he's leaving or he does leave in a new hope and be like yeah well that name really suits you doesn't it han right you know, something like that that so, would have at least made it kind of make sense but no i just made huh. assume that was just a silly ass name that people had in space Right. And that was the end of it. It should have been just that, because they tried to make it into, like, Godfather Part 2 by having him get named (laughs) at the border, and that's absurd. I'll I'll tell you the the biggest, the kind of in a nutshell problem with this movie. Do you remember in the beginning when he's, like, doing the the chase down the streets when he's driving that speeder or whatever? Yeah. Um, There's a part where the robot is, like, or the droid, and, again, I don't want to bring this up because it's going to hold in another thing, but the droids are, like, tantamount to slavery. Sure, yeah. Um, which I now I, I it recasts every one of these movies in a weird light. But it's like, stop, you have to follow the and they hit the droid and its head falls off. It's like, okay, that's funny. And I'm like, they're not gonna let it go. And the head uh lands and goes, protocols. It's like, oh god damn it. Yeah. But anyway. There are too many uh there are too many Jetsons and Flintstones esque like, oh, the droids, you know, it's a living. <laughs> um yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I didn't like the, the part where he has to call Chewbacca something shorter, either. Yeah. I thought that was pretty dumb. But that's the thing, is it's like, part of the problem that I had with it was most was not like any of the action sequences, because I thought most of the story was fun. Though, I mean, it's not necessary, but it was fun. Yeah. But the problem for me is like, don't insult the audience by assuming we're too stupid to have figured out what these things could mean, right. or that they even require explaining. Like, you don't have to tell me where his last name came from. It doesn't matter. Just have fun with the movie. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. um, I saw... uh, Jenny and I saw uh, Underwater Guy. (laughs) Um, Did you have to drag her to this movie, or did she actually want to see it? Um, It was between that and Spider-Man, and Jenny has a real aversion to Spider-Man, so we watched this instead. (laughs) That's weird. I know. I tried to talk to her about it. She can't really explain why she doesn't like it. She just doesn't like Spider-Man movies. Um, well, so if she saw the the two uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies, I understand why she wouldn't like them. Right. <laughs> or Spider-Man 3. Um, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, it's just, it's over stuff too. Paul Shear said it's one of the five worst movies he's ever seen. Paul Shear doesn't swim in the deepest waters as we do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um... But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought Aquaman was fine. Like, I I, I really liked the ending, the end sequence, and I kind of wish the whole movie had just been that. Um, 
You you saw it, right? I did not. Oh, okay. So the, the the in sequence is really cool. I think the problem with the movie for me mainly is that they spend way too much time on putting an origin story and then making him a reluctant hero who becomes not reluctant when again, like and if DC or anyone is listening, like you don't have to do the origin thing for every superhero. I think we get what this is now. You can just give us somebody who's a badass and give us a story in their world and we'll buy it. Like we'll take it. Um, some of the cool stuff in the movie, at least, is that there's like there's an interesting sort of political family intrigue thing with Atlantis, and they don't spend enough time on that. I mean, I, I think I think it would have been a more interesting movie for me anyway if it had been more of a story of like trying to negotiate peace among multiple kingdoms underwater who want to kill the the earth the you know the the above water people so what you want is a henry kissinger merman movie yeah i mean i would have <laughs> taken that i would have taken a movie that was that was more that was more kind of cloak and dagger and uh and and more based on like uh i don't know they just because because there are some cool things like the the cgi hair thing didn't bother me that much um they, they just they give you they give you bits of atlantis that are big but they're also really shallow like everything's really wide but an inch deep um and i would have loved to have spent more time like they go to the kingdom of the the uh the trench i think which is like all these crab people but you only see the crab people as they're amassing to have some like a massive underwater battle and I would have loved if we like spent a little more time with all of these groups of people and made it more of an ensemble thing because it really could have been like an interesting kind of Guardians of the Galaxy parallel where Momoa is is uh, um, you know Peter Quill basically, yeah. and then you would have like he's got a badass uh, female friend and maybe there's like a lobster boy that they fight with. I don't know, like, and that probably would have been stupid too, I guess, but. At least it would have been an attempt to say, hey, we're making an intentionally not serious DC superhero movie, and we're also going to have fun with it so that you care about everybody instead of sort of like, hey, so, you know, you're hanging out with, with Momoa, and you're hanging out with What's-Her-Face. Um, what's the what's the woman in that movie? Amber um, Heard. Amber Heard, yeah. We're hanging out with Amber Heard for a little bit. We're... Uh, uh, every once in a while, you're going to cut to Willem Dafoe, and it's like, great, except none of these people are connected to me in any way. So I don't, like, yeah. It, it was it was a fun but stakeless film. Like, I never thought it'd get to this point because I've been hearing it for a while and it was like, whatever, but I think I might just be at, like, a bit of this, like, this, I'll be very specific, this, like, blockbuster comic book style movie not mm -hmm. comic book movies or necessarily big movies in general but this kind of like rut that they're in oh sure yeah like even like i really like the last avengers movie i didn't see ant-man and the wasp but i'll see it at some point i'm not like dying to see it it was fine yeah, yeah i'm not dying to see the new avengers movie i'll see it when it comes out but i'm not mm -hmm. like oh i can't wait like i mean i'm really excited about john wick 3 right um but like i don't know man like they're just getting a little samey. Well, I'm I'm hoping that 
And it's it's probably a completely flawed hope. I mean, but, all movies are, like, samey, so that's a stupid thing to say on my part, but you know what I mean. Like, no, no, I, I do, because I, I really, I have this hope that Captain Marvel will be different, somehow. Like, they're going to do something that's like, oh, okay, cool, because at this point, we've got it. It's like, person gets powers, doesn't understand them, learns how to use them via mentor, uh, loses mentor somehow, uh passes up the mantle of here of being a hero uh reattains it etc like yeah it's it is it's all very same samey and and i don't know i mean i i think it'll be i think the second half the the second uh, infinity war movie will be will be fun and good um and I, I think... hope they deliver on killing somebody, because if they don't, I'm going to be like, okay, fuck it. This is like, there's not really anything to this anymore. It is completely stakeless also. Uh, I think I just miss when, like, TV was TV and movies were movies, and now it feels like movies are a lot more... Well, this, again, we're talking about this very, like, narrow... Like, it just feels like it's too episodic, I think. You know what I mean? Like... Obviously, like, big movies are going to be sequel bait and stuff, but, like, maybe that's why I love Rogue One so much, because it felt, like, so contained and, like, disconnected from the rest of everything that's going on in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Like, obviously, it's tied to the originals, and the the parts I liked the least were the ones that had to be there, like, the cartilage parts. Yeah, how they tied, I mean, just, like, the way they connected it to the, to the beginning of A New Hope yeah. at the end. But, like, I just, I don't want everything to turn into, like, the... You were never really here, expanded universe, or like, you yeah. know, what I mean? like the killing of a sacred deer, expanded universe. Like, it. Not that that's gonna happen, but it's just like I just want the movie to be the movie, and then it to be over. Yeah, like it's, it, it would be okay to make a movie that doesn't have to connect to a larger universe in air like, quotes. Even like Fury Road, I mean, it's a sequel, kinda. But it's, like, in-name only, and they could make five more, and it'd be great, and if they never made another one, it would be great. But, like, Fury Road does not... Your knowledge of the prior Mad Max movies is totally irrelevant to this movie. Oh, yeah, well, and that's and the beauty of it is, and, and maybe part of this is that, you know, Fury Road takes and recasts everybody. Yeah. Like, they didn't, they didn't have uh, a Mel Gibson show up in that movie. Right, which to, like, I was coach Tom Hardy along yeah. <laughs> at some point, which, you know, if it was a Disney based movie, that's what would have happened. They would have been like, well, yeah, we'll get Mel in here and he'll, and he'll have <laughs> old armor on and he'll be like, ah, I'm too tired to get the gasoline. Yeah. You know, whatever. Like, uh, yeah. I um, brought your car back, mate. Nah, <laughs> it's yours, kid. And he just throws him the keys. Uh, uh, you know that movie's so great they they fucking get rid of the car in 10 seconds oh yeah <laughs> like, yeah no it's fantastic because you don't even yeah it's not it's not even about that anymore it's about a completely different thing and that's why it's so good I, this is gonna be a weird tie-in but like I, i'm not a big fan of the joke of joe rogan like podcast but like he has a lot of guests on there i'm interested in so i listened to the mike tyson episode mm -hmm. and like listening to tyson is fascinating because like he's so different from the person we know as Mike Tyson now. Like, he's, like, really contrite about everything that he's done. And he's like, I don't like the person that I was. I don't like that guy. He's like, I don't even work out anymore because I don't... I don't want to feel like that person anymore. Yeah, Like, yeah. what was wrong with that guy? Like, and he's like, it's tough because people, you know, still want me to be that person, but 
I don't want anything to do with that person that I was. Yeah, well, I I read I think it was in the in the Times maybe, but he there was an article about how he's like he he's become very sort of meditative and spiritual and like raises pigeons and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, different guy because he doesn't want to be the person who's biting ears and talking about eating babies and shit like that. Like, but like it's so odd to hear somebody like be able to kind of like step outside themselves and like be honest. Oh, yeah. I feel like you really believe it. But anyway, he was making a point about, like, I can't move on to the next chapter if I don't close the old one. <laughs> like, so, yeah. tying it all back to Aquaman, like, I just want a break. Like, I want them to wrap up a story and just let's let's go on to something else. Like, right. I still loved Into the Spider-Verse, but it was like, a, and I'm sure it'll spin off into 10 million things and I'll be sick of it in two years. But, like, it was different. Right. It was fun. It didn't rely on you knowing anything about Spider-Man. It was great if you did. And then it ended, and it could just end where it is and just be done with it. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, I agree. I think we do. We need to take a break or at least, like, I don't know, or somebody somebody who's an auteur needs to come in and make a completely different kind of superhero film. Yeah. Sort of why I'm, interest, I'm really interested in seeing Glass, just because I've read so many conflicting opinions yeah. about it. And the fact that, like... Uh, lots of people are saying that it's all garbage, and then some people are saying no. The kind of the point is, is that this is trying to not meet any of your expectations for this type of movie. So like, well, I don't know. I thought Split was really good. I enjoyed Split a lot. I um. So I don't I, know. I really thought James McAvoy was very good in that movie. Like, I feel like he elevated that movie by his performance, like a million percent. You know what I mean? Oh sure, yeah, yeah. It was definitely it was him taking everybody to school. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see about that. Um, I I also did watch uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Uh, I haven't seen that either. You haven't seen that either. No, uh, tell me, Goggs is a moron because that seems to be the consensus. I uh, I mean, here's the thing: is like it's not it's not consistently exemplary throughout. Right. But what I love about it is that it it one I. I, I've realized that I really love anthologies and actually maybe that would be the best thing for superhero movies to do now is to go like, Hey, you know, what? we're going to make a two and a half hour long movie, but it's going to be five stories about five different superheroes that don't connect. Yeah. I'm in. I would be way into that. I, yeah. I, I, and that's, I, I love that about Buster Scruggs, which, you know, it is, it's, I think six total stories. They, they all vary in their level of kind of Cohen-esque meditative comedic nihilism that ties really well into, into the old West. It, you know, it's, it's all about, uh, kind of flipping these tropes and, and undercutting these expectations about, you know, well, the, the, the handsome outlaw of course is always going to get out of it or this guy is the good guy or whatever. Like it's, it's, it's cool because it does those things. It drags at points too. Um, but it's beautifully shot and it's really, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I feel like it, it's refreshing because, even the more recent Western movies, um, like the most recent war movies, with the exception of, of Dunkirk, say, uh, fail to accurately kind of grab onto the fact that, like, this wasn't this wasn't a cool time when just men were men and you did what you wanted. Everybody right. had a fucking struggle, and it was painful, and lots of people just died out of nowhere, and and it was not cool. It was it was nasty and gross, and we are better off now. Uh, I, you know, 
I, I so I thought it was really great. I re, I would recommend it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get around to it for sure. I just yeah. haven't. Um, yeah, because I would love I would love to talk with you about about the the vignettes individually. Um, yeah, because a couple yeah, have really cool. I think they would it, it would be interesting. I think just even in our conversations about anime to talk about ways that the the themes kind of weave into the stuff we've been watching too. So. All right, well, I'll try to watch it before the next show. Cool. All right. All right. Uh, what are we What are we watching for the next one? Do we have ideas? Uh, nope. <laughs> okay. Nope. We're just living on the edge, uh, firing from the hip, all those things. Great. Um, yeah, I'll try to. Well, yeah, we'll talk and figure something out. Yeah, um, we'll we'll announce something. Yeah. Like a LeBron James esque uh, Miami press conference. Yes, we will have a we will have <laughs> a decision. televised event <laughs> on Facebook oh, Live. Oh shit! Um, no, we'll have to have it on like t- Blip or something like nobody goes to. We're we're just gonna use the last Vine computer that still works, <laughs> the last Vine server. What was that? A uh, tout? That was one of them. Oh, was it? Yeah, I, I don't even remember that one. Yeah, it was, like, so a, it was like a Vine type thing. We'll we'll uh, we'll announce it on Yelp. Yes. <laughs> You're going to have to figure out what restaurant we've posted oh, the announcement under, but we'll do it there. <laughs> All right, brother. All right. Okay. Good talking Good with talk you. To you. All right. Love, love you. Bye. Bye. Bones everywhere. Do you like to fight?